Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Yay. Good to be here. Happy Valentine's Day. Yep. Yes, we hope you get lucky, whatever version of that means to you, mm-hmm. whether luck is left alone, whether luck is get it on, whether luck is just get a present, whether I, um, luck is reach out from an ex. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it could be lucky or unlucky. I put uh, on my Facebook page asking mm-hmm. for some pickup lines. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're always great. So I could share them here on the podcast. Yeah, okay. great. Um, now, these are ones that people have had used on them before. Uh, are you a toaster? Because a night in the bath with you would send me to heaven. <laughs> oh. Good one. <laughs> um, are you a chicken farmer? Because you sure know how to raise a cock. Oh. Uh, mm. That's a good one. Uh, do you work at Subway? Because you, I want to give you a foot long? Yep. Six inch. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on the person. They can yeah, change that one. Right. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen they do footlong cookies in America? No. Kel- really? Travis Kelsey was advertising it. Did you oh, see that? Because yeah. no one else follows him. Anyway, so yeah, they have like the sidekick to the footlong and they have a footlong cookie. God. Oh. Nice. Rory and I have one that we use uh, at home. Are you, you have a pickup line that you use? Oh, it's just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you from Tennessee? Because you smell good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one you cannot use. Um, you've got really nice legs. What time do they open? <laughs> uh, this lady said that she had a guy <laughs> saying to her at the, the end of um, the night of nightclub, ugly lights have come yeah. on. Mm. Want to come back to mine for coffee? She replied with no thanks. He said, just sex then? <laughs> do you want to go turkey shooting? <laughs> you can gobble while I shoot. Okay. Oh, wow. That's wow. romantic. Did that one work? Um, no, I don't think a lot of these, these work <laughs> yeah. uh, for people. Uh, did you fart? Because you just blew me away. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Are you married? Yep. Happily? <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird one. Uh, a guy came up to uh, Marianne and said, you look like my sister. <laughs> And then tried to pick her up. Oh, weird. Yeah. I like this one. Um, I'm going to ask you for your phone number. You say that you have a boyfriend. Okay. Okay. Right. Hey, uh, you're, you're kind of attractive. Can I have your phone number? Uh, I actually have a boyfriend. Uh, I have a maths test. Sorry, I thought we were talking about things we could cheat on. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, a girlfriend of mine went up to the new guy at work and asked him, have you got kids? He said, no. She asked him, do you want some? Oh, that's quite forward, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Uh, mm. I'm a police officer, and I had someone come up to me and say, "I may be very, I may be vegetarian, mm. but I like the smell of bacon." Oh my goodness gracious <gasps> me! Oh, These are terrible. Wow. Yeah. It used to always be that big one at school where it was like, "Do you have any Italian in you? Would you like some?" Yeah, like that some, was yeah. a big one of our era, wasn't mm. it? Are you a washing machine? Mm. Because I have a load for you. Okay. <laughs> So romantic. G'day, love. I've never been in a car accident before, but I wouldn't mind rear-ending you. Okay. <laughs> Would these, like... No, no, no. They no, wouldn't no. work. No, no, guys just like them because they think it's funny. Yeah. But I don't mm. think if you ever turned around and said yes to all of them, he'd go, oh, sorry, I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's not... not yeah, so. no. <laughs> Are you a parking ticket because you have fan written all over you? <laughs> the library card one. Um, <laughs> hey... Quickly grab your coat because you've just picked up. 
I love it when it's like, do they work? And I said, they're just for Guy and look at Chuckles over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're a bit of fun. Yeah. Girls don't really ever use them, do they? Nope. No. We just rock up. Mm-hmm. Don't need to. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Michelle said, a guy came up to me and said, you want a root? Simply just said that. Wow. Mm. And they're married now? Um, yeah. She said, my knickers uh, fell right off and hit the nightclub floor. <laughs> Not. There you go. Good job, everyone. Hey, my uh, name's well. Microsoft. Can I crash at your place tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. All right. Uh, here we go. Oh, there's some, some oh, cookies that some have just come into the that. studio. That's really wow. weird. I just wow. spoke about it. Day. Wow. Can you speak some million dollars into existence now? That's what happens with <laughs> Is this going to be a cake? It's going to be a cake, isn't it? Undo the, let's do that. Surprise. We're opening up Subway, everyone. Uh, let's get into the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. I take you back to the first months that you were dating your wives. Mm-hmm. And think about those moments versus now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was absolutely not myself. That's what I want to go back to. Because about, you were so in love? No, you just, you're on your best behaviour. Yeah. And it's funny. And Didn't it, want to know the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying that like I, I want it forever, but just occasionally I would just like to go back to being just that first dating where you were on your best behaviour and you weren't really yourself. You're not going to go and just fart next to her. You wouldn't. No. You wait for a couple of months. And even so much, I feel really bad because even when we were working with each other, we mm. would have been nicer to each other. You know, and you just said you could get a body like Chris Hemsworth. And I said, never. But if we were just working with each other for a couple of months, would I would have, have said, yeah. I would have said, of course you could, Stav. I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know if you I ever got a honeymoon no, period. I, I never got that honeymoon period. She's making that one. What up. are you talking about? Yeah. You ever did? No. I used You're to laugh at everything you <laughs> Much okay. better. All right. It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, Scott used to come to musicals with me. <laughs> like, now, he's like, go with your friend. Why would I do that? He came to Russian theatre. Yeah, he saw a... Um, Chekhov. Chekhov. And, mm. Like, never would he... It was three hours. Yeah. Hang and on. he stood... You did things in the beginning as well that you don't do anymore. I was... I was... It's a two-way street. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I worked <laughs> during that time. I admit that. Mm. I totally admit that. And I would go back to that. I just think just for a little while, wouldn't it be cute? Like Ash, our producer, was saying that her partner went out at two in the morning and cut roses. Stole roses? Stole roses, whatever. (laughs) It's really sweet. Two in the morning, he found these beautiful flowers from some old lady's garden and brought them to me. Oh, It made your day, ruined hers. Yeah, she was saving them for today. Guys, I'm just saying, like, wasn't there anything that you used to do at the beginning and you just drop it? And it's just like the little gestures as well yeah. that you're kind of like, we don't need to do it anymore. And mm. I think from both women and male, like, I, think, I just think, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if you go back? Oh, what are you going to say here? Closing the toilet door. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Why not? Oh, 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 surprising. Stay Wearing stay matching <laughs> underwear because I always thought I was going to show it. Uh, yeah. You should see the underwear I have on today. Beige. Uh, it's bloody beige, Matthew. I it tell you what, like, it's <laughs> in the first just... six months, you don't see the colour beige, nothing's beige. I got beige on. Mm, beige. Beige on beige. Beige. I got beige. Today, I got beige on beige. I do have beige. You got beige, beige on beige. beige. Mm. See? Beige and I wouldn't have even <laughs> bought beige and I undies. No, but you know, you've got like kids and stuff. I know that, but I just meant for Valentine's. Oh, Can we just celebrate? Like 131060. 
What do you miss that you did in the beginning of your relationship? The little things. Just, I don't think it's that hard to sort of go back to it. Even if you could just pretend for a day. It's not about the Valentine's Day presents. Mm. So this is when Esther and I first started dating. Yeah, take us back. Let's live together, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Every Wednesday night, Mm -hmm. she would lie to her parents because she was living back at home. She would lie to her parents say she was going to visit her friend, who was my flatmate. Yep. My flatmate would leave every Wednesday. She knew she had to leave. Mm -hmm. Esther would come over Mm. with a six-pack of beer Mm -hmm. and a pizza. I can see why you married this woman. (laughs) And she's never done that since, really. Lied to her parents, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's easy to do. Like, the kids could go out and I she mean, could we, just we go six back li- at a pizza. We obviously live together now. Yeah, I know, it's but it's fun. just fun, isn't it? Like, so, that was great. So, But what I, what would be good is we got rid of the kids, yes. right? And yeah. I go and sit in the lounge room. She, and she, she comes in. and pretends like she's coming to visit yeah. me again. Fun. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> and what did you do in the beginning? That you kind he of ate you a pizza <laughs> and drank a six pack of beer. <laughs> no, he doesn't do that <laughs> anymore because he's like, like the, the calories. Man in the world. You true. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is there something like a little gesture that you kind of used to do, and now you feel like you have to do a big present, and it just yeah. feels a bit too like, oh, yeah. we're going to get presents now. Let's save money. Mm. I could definitely be better, no doubt. Mm. We both could. All of us could. Yeah, you both could. <laughs> You did get cat a present, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, but he get. But what did you used to do at the beginning, though? Presents. I had. That's the way to keep a marriage happy. Keep doing those things. I do poop at the door open. But See, <laughs> yeah. shut the door now, then. Mm. Just for a week, surprise her. I think you know what it is. <laughs> it's just life. Well, it's comfort. Life weighs you down. You, you a bit. You're not going to be able to do it the whole time, and that's no. why it's called the honeymoon period. But mm. wouldn't it be nice just to go back to that? Today, oh, yeah. rather than going, oh, I didn't send flowers. Oh, I forgot about this. For sure. You know, like I said to Scott, let's just, let's be really nice to each other. Like fake nice. But it's stuff that you used to do. Yeah. Like I'm going to like flirt. He might think it's a bit weird. Mm. So but just like, I don't know. If we're going right back to the start, I won't right? nag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if it's right, right at the yes. start. Yeah. If she texts me on a Monday, so I'm not too thirsty, should I not reply till Wednesday? <laughs> oh Matt, How there is no way that you did not act thirsty with her. Oh, no doubt. Like so, straight away. That's why she got him the six pack. <laughs> that's so weird. I was just texting you too. I was about to call. <laughs> Tammy in Baringa, what do you miss about the honeymoon phase? Spontaneous massage for sure. Oh, yes. But sometimes if you. have to beg for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes didn't the massage mean that you're like, oh, I don't have time for that? The massage definitely always led to something. Yeah. <laughs> now I wouldn't mind that. Yes. Wow, there you go. Yeah. Spontaneous massage. I like it. <laughs> but they, I mean, that's you got to prepare the children, make sure they've got Don't te- find TV excuses for that. No, but I'm saying, like, do the kids, can kids be in the house? Yeah, just do it after they're asleep. Yeah, there's time. Innocently in the lounge room. Yeah. 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 I oh, so, always have to leave for something. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. It, sometimes it can just be a massage. Massage, Matthew. Exactly. Yeah. God. Tammy just said. Sometimes she does. That. Sometimes she doesn't. It's not very hard to work it out. And by the way, that's why you're banned from masseuses. <laughs> yeah, stop doing it at work. People have asked me to 
Don't stop. Stab did. Stab. <laughs> stop giving me spontaneous massages, please, Matthew. I know it's in a, in a honeymoon period. Oh, well, happy Valentine's Day, Tammy. I hope that <laughs> you, you. you get one today. He did call me spontaneously this morning. Oh, there, there you go. Shopping. There you go. That's good. What? (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) No, you've got to be like how you would have first answered the phone. Like, hey. That's true. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And he'd be like, you okay? Yeah, Yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) You realise it's me, Dal? Have I called 1992? (laughs) Good on you, Tammy. Uh, Bree and Victoria Point, what do you miss about the honeymoon phase? I miss the spontaneous note, love notes you write to each other. Now, the most extravagant I give is, uh, hey, don't forget to pick up the kids and yeah. um, we need milk, we need bread. It's yeah. literally no, hey, babe, how are you? It's literally get milk and bread on the way home. Who used to leave the notes, both of you? Um, more so me, but yeah, it was at the very, very, very beginning. It was both of us when yep. he was trying to win me over. Oh, well, you got to leave some notes today. All right. Some cute ones. Okay. Yeah, okay? I will. That's your homework. <laughs> <laughs> I see now I don't leave notes because the kids can read. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Well, just part. clean up your notes. <laughs> he won't like them. <laughs> uh, Sue and Capera, what do you miss about the honeymoon phase? Well, I think it's more what my husband misses. Mm. Um, we, would, we would go out for a beautiful dinner, and I was always thinking, oh, I've got to keep my figure in shape. So I would always say, oh, I can't eat all this, babe. Do you want to eat it? And I'd give you know the rest of my food to him. Mm-hmm. Now, I eat it all, <laughs> and I take it off his plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never used to have to share your chips during the honeymoon period, no. did you? Yeah. Yeah, no, not a thing. Now he gets nothing. He just looks at me and I go, no chance, buddy. Come <laughs> <laughs> <Then call> buddy. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Welcome to Abby's Book Club. For men, yeah, books. <laughs> Hey, this is great. It's a book club and uh, we have to go away and we have to read a book and then we come back and we talk about it. Uh-huh. I've never really been part of a, a book club, but I think it's exciting because you get wine and cheese and just catch up weekly. Now, I know that you guys have, would have never read one of these and I accidentally read one at my grandma's house and I was like, no. And they are Mills and Boone books. Oh, yeah. Now, this is a million-dollar industry. Do you know that people submit their books as well for Mills and Boone? It's yeah. not just... I don't even know what that is. And they're colour-coded. You don't know what Mills and Boone are? They're like the real romance, oh. steamy... Love in the time of scurvy. Uh, steamy oh, novels? Uh, ne- like, never heard of them. I mean, yeah. I've heard of Mills and Boone, but I didn't know what it was. They're like sexy books that are generally for older women to read. I know that sounds bad. Right. But here's the thing. You're allowed to submit a story. And some people say you get paid up to $30,000 right. for a book. And yeah. then you can get the royalties for it. Yeah. Like, that's life. But years and years ago. 100%, Matt. You could be <laughs> writing for them. You remember Fabio? Yeah. That's he where he's the, from. He was the dude on the cover. That's where he's oh. come. Yeah. He's actually in this book that we're going to oh. read because I thought, what about a bit of a treat for ladies listening this morning? Yeah. A bit of a Valentine's Day treat. Uh-huh, okay. To move on to that, yeah. these are some of the um, cover the book um, titles titles that people have submitted. There are a lot of rumours that men write these books and they submit them under a girl's name yeah, because right. they think that they won't be picked up by them. But mm. there is, you know, such one as Wedding Night in the King's Bed, The Baby one. and His Secretary his secretary Carries, The Bump in Their Forbidden Reunion. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the Italian Knights to Claim the Virgin. Ooh. Sharon wrote that one. Sharon. Sharon. Shagger. <laughs> 
Ah. Marriage to claim his twins. Mm. Made for the untamed billionaire. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you know they're colour coded on the spine for raunchiness. What's you the know more colour? about them than I do. What I've, is... I've, I've uh, submitted a few um, <laughs> prototypes. <laughs> What's the raunchy colour? I think it's red. Do they come back to you and go, just going to give you a little bit of feedback. Uh, More romance, less sex, Steph. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's 155 pages of sex, Steph. What would be your alias name that you'd write under? Uh, um, uh, Penelope DeMilo. (laughs) Anyway, some sexy music. You guys are going to do a little bit of a a Mills and Boone reading. Who's going first? (laughs) Always Maddie. Always. always. (laughs) You know something I know? In the sultry haze of a summer evening, Jennifer found herself utterly captivated by Fabio's devilishly handsome charm. His smouldering gaze ignited a fire within her, sending delicious shivers cascading down her spine. As they stood on the balcony, bathed in the soft glow of the moon, she couldn't tear her eyes away from him. Fabio, (laughs) she whispered, there's something about you. Something that makes me feel alive. Are we turned on, girls, or not? Is anyone out there? There's a tingle. There's a tingle. Oh, there's a tingle. All right. That's <laughs> all you need to get started. Let's keep it going. No, no, no. I think we've had enough. No, we are. We oh, you, want, you yeah. want to read some more? He all stepped right. closer. This is what your grandmas are reading. Mm, Sorry, did that Way to it? kill a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine's dead. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. If you've got a dilemma, you can send an email to dearabby at b105.com.au and we we got a girl on yesterday and she was saying that she felt really rude to someone, uh, I guess basically stood by where other people were getting bullying her. Mm-hmm. Even she put like a Jenny Craig flyer in a pigeonhole and she just stood by and didn't really help it and now she's wondering if she should apologise 30 years on. Now, normally with the Dear Abby, you kind of get everyone agreeing, but this was really difficult yesterday because mm. a lot of people were saying, yes, apologise, and then other people were like, no way. It was pretty 50-50. I definitely think she shouldn't be apologising because the damage has already been done and it, it would just bring up old emotions. I was nasty to a girl in school. I ran into her. I immediately remembered how nasty I was and she'd just grown up into this graceful, kind you know, woman. So mm. then and there, I said, I just really want to apologise. You know, I was so nasty to you at school. And a couple of days later, I received a, a message request on Messenger and it was her just saying, thank you for apologising, you know. And that's what we want to know. Is it selfish to apologise for 30 years on because you want to clear your conscience or is it really nice for the person that's getting the apology? Mm. We want to find out. So we've got Alfred Allen, Professor of Psychology from Edith Cohen University. Morning. Good morning. Is it good to apologise 30 years on? I have had people tell me that an apology helped them a lot after a long time. Mm -hmm. But generally they were people who blamed themselves for the situation and therefore felt a sense of relief. Most people tell me that they don't really find such apologies useful. And some find it very traumatising, as a matter of fact. So do you think there is something to be said about it being selfish because you want to clear your conscience and you want the other person to forgive you and have that sort of fairy tale situation, but in reality it's not like that? All apologies have got an element of um, doing something for myself and you 
the word selfish is actually probably a good word. Mm. If you want to get rid of your own feelings of guilt, and uh, in the way, what you're doing is you're re-traumatizing the person, uh. or could be re-traumatizing the person. Well, and that's obviously um, what you've learned from treating people, but is that also then not an issue with where the world is now? Because apologies, essentially what you're saying, mean nothing. They're, they're just... I think that's the problem. Um, an apology that's not a sincere apology that um, it tells the other person, you know, I, I realize I did something wrong. Mm. I understand that how this hurt you by isolating you from other people or uh, excluding you from our group. Mm. And I would like to make up. And, you know, the best I can do at this stage is to just apologize. That, that a type of apology would work if the person is right for that apology. Yeah. And people need to be right for an apology as well. Right, yeah. I got you there. Apologies are selfish, don't do it. No, 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 but I do think there's some <laughs> point. Do you know, like, I, I find it really, I know that I'm sort of doing it wrong, but you know when one of the kids do something to someone else and you're like, you've got to go and apologise, and they don't want to, mm. but we do this forced apology, and you're like, did that really benefit anyone? Mm. Yeah, look, a forced apology for a young child is a way of telling them what's the right uh, behavior, mm. modeling it and things like that. So I won't say it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it, there's something to be said for that. But I think a, a real good apology is an apology where you really feel that I've got to apologize because I am want to do something for that person. Mm. I want to address that person's hurt. Why do we feel the need to hurt other people to get that reaction? Because we got so many people calling up that had been bullied or had bullied, and it feels like there is some sort of sense of relief or something. And you get it this day and age, even if it's online, where you want to stir up a reaction in someone else. What is the psychology of wanting to hurt other people? Uh, it's so complex. You know, I don't think I can give a simplistic answer. Mm. But often I think it is because we feel threatened or we feel hurt and we, we're reacting. Um, and, and that's also a selfish thing. You know, we, we're trying to deal with our own uh, experiences that, that are negative. We feel the person is disrespectful to us. And that's our way of showing that person, you know, I'm angry at you. Mm. Mm. Well, complex people, aren't we? <laughs> we are very complex. Mm. And I mean, a lot of these things go back to the days when we were hunter gatherers, yeah. you know. Um, and it's so, it's so deeply ingrained in us that uh, it's very difficult to, to overcome it in the heat of the moment. Mm. And that's why often when you sit back, you think, how could I have done that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go. Well, thank you very much, um, Alfred. We appreciate it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, no. So essentially, you only apologize if you mean it and it's for the other person. Or if yeah. the other person's willing to receive it, I guess. Yeah. And that's something that you can't really decide. No. So you so, sort of roll the dice. Yeah. I'm sorry, this is confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Matty's going the distance, raising lots of money. He's gonna walk, gonna walk, hold a trail in PNG. Yeah. Yeah, in April, are you going on the big walk? How many Ks? 
Uh, I think it's 96 kilometres length. Uphill. It's, it's all up. That's Ooh. the one that's uh, one after the other, isn't it? So, like, there's... Only... Steps. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're single file, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes, mm. correct. Mm. So, you're all directly behind each other. Um, and I, I've stupidly thought, oh, you don't walk side by side and chat, but now... Mm. You can no, still no, chat, no. but it just has yeah. to be... Is that because the path is so... It's not over cliff or anything, is it? No. Well, you go through, um, like, rivers and there's, yep. like, makeshift... Um, Bridges and things like mm. that everywhere. Like it's pretty. Like it's it's treacherous. Yeah, treacherous. Mm. It's not an easy walk. If anyone has done it, thirteen ten sixty. I'd like to know how life changing it was, mm. or advice that you've got for Manny. Because I know some people have gone out and they're like, I wasn't prepared for yeah. it. And yeah. I know that you are yeah. training. Yeah. <laughs> well, you went to Toowoomba, which is where all the, your father in law lives, yeah. and he's doing it, and all yeah. the guys there. Yeah. So, what did, did you train or just catch we, up? We did a walk yeah. that day. I've done a couple of uh, mountain bike rides. I, I, I need to. You're not taking your bike. I, no, I know, but you're still. It's, <laughs> it's physical. Exercise. Oh, okay. But well, I do need to do more exercise, I think. I don't know, because I like your theory as to why you, you weren't doing too much exercise. What theory was that? That oh. everyone else is way older than you, so you should be fine. <laughs> Is everyone older? I am the second youngest. There. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but Matt, you're the one that's got sciatica. You're the one that gets arthritis. Your father-in-law doesn't get any of that. Ooh, good no. talk, coach. But he's got a heart problem. Ah. And you're happy about that? Um, just saying. I'd be like, ah, I'm right. No. Is this a whole ploy because they're rich? Is this what it is? <laughs> he invited him. Yeah, he, he invited me. me. No. Is the because uh, it's elevation, right? Correct. So, yeah. is there any uh, allowance for oxygen um, deprivation? Do you I, have to worry I about that? I don't think you no. go quite no. that high. No, okay. But what it is is it's because you kind of you climb up and down, yeah, up and down, yeah. up and down. So yeah. it's it's very steep. A lot of people have said to me, climb stairs, yeah, like right. up and yep. down stairs. And you haven't done training. that yet. Uh, I've got stairs at home. Nah. No, but we should go um, down to like Kangaroo Point. You know, the, the stairs, the terrible yeah. stairs there. We can go up and down them. It's hum- humid, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then you're carrying your pack with you as well. Yeah. So I bought my pack uh, this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put weights in that and start working with that. Mm. Um, I mean, one of the main reasons I'm doing it is obviously the challenge of it yeah. um, is going to be fun, but it's to raise money for uh, homelessness mm. here in Queensland. Um, so if anyone would like to donate as well, of course, I want to get that money rolling. So there is links on um, our Instagram and my Instagram. Because it's, um, it's, it's a legit jungle. It's like full, you go yeah. a jungle. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. And I've been Google imaging it uh, just to see what it looks like. Yeah. You could probably do that, couldn't you? I mean, yeah. if like got the Google view and you can there, see you if you can. Be <laughs> 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 It'd be a cakewalk. <laughs> just don't get hit by that thing. What no. time do you go to bed and uh, like wake up and walk? I know that so, sounds dumb, but like, is it is it eight hours of walking or mm. is it 12 here's, hours? Here's what I've been told. You leave at like six, you set off on foot, mm. stop for lunch in the middle of the day, obviously, mm. and then you wrap up about four o'clock oh, yeah. in the afternoon. And then get on the beers. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, my main thing is I'm like, coffee. Yeah. Like, should I take a little, like, no, teacup or something? I don't know, actually. Maybe you should just detox now. Like, a, yeah. are you going, is this the whole thing? You're is actually doing, no, but are you going to, like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and you pretend that you're going oh. here, and it's just training? Is this I what's am, happening? I'm so flattered that you use the word celebrity in a uh, <laughs> sentence about me, but no, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we're going to eat there. Mm. Um, but you know what they were saying? The uh, porters who carry your stuff, mm. some of them just do it barefoot yeah. or in thongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They just smash it out. Mm-hmm. Just to make you look like a princess. Correct. Yeah. And they were the ones that saved the army when we, yeah. they were trekking. Yeah. 
And people love, I've got a couple of messages on Instagram and people and Facebook, people love telling you their stories of oh, like yeah. their war stories of my, my toenails fell off, <laughs> my toes rotted, mm. it rained for eight days. Yeah, trench foot, you don't want to get that. Yeah. yeah. So let's get some of They're those the on the air. the fun stories, yeah. Mm. Well, that one I pointed out to you this morning about the guy that got taken hostage and has been there for a year. Yeah. What was, he, what was he, on the walk? No, he was doing he the wasn't trek. on the walk, he was just in Papua. Oh, well, Papua, but that's on the Yeah, there's the all side. different sizes sides of Papua New Guinea. Scotty oh, yeah. went there for yeah, work. You're going and... to the safe side. No, there's no, but I'm just saying there's... <laughs> no, I did I see that it. too yesterday, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, mm. what? Jody in Stamford, have you got any advice for Maddie taking on the Kokoda Trail? Yes, I definitely do. Definitely train. We were living <laughs> in Gladstone at the time, mm-hmm. so we did a lot of Mount Larkham walks. So you oh, yeah. Let Mount Larkham. Sure do. So that was our training ground. We did that um, a couple of times um, a month just to make sure we were fit. But even with that, I was not fit. <laughs> it was a lot harder than I expected it to be, but it was the most amazing experience. I took all my boys. So the youngest at the time was 13. The mm-hmm. oldest was 17. So three boys that we took. Wow. Um, it was hard to get them to train being teenage boys, <laughs> but... Um, we got them there, but once we got them on the track, I was really worried because there was no turning around and mm. going back. Yeah. Um, but they blew my mind. They were amazing. They really took off. They enjoyed the whole experience. They really got into the culture of it all. They wow. got involved with the um, villages along the way. I am a coffee addict, and I didn't drink coffee the whole time, so okay. you will be okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know I'm being a bit of a princess there about coffee. I just uh, think, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm always a princess. Yeah, okay, okay. it is coffee. We're at... <laughs> is there anything that he really has to take that you kind of like, oh, lucky I had that or wish I had this? Um, we had three nurses in the group. I'm one of them. So between the three of us, we had a whole kit of emergency equipment. Mm-hmm. Definitely... Um, take care of your feet, blister stuff. Um, We had a lot of sprains. Um, We had one um, trekker that didn't actually make it all the way. Mm. Um, They really struggled with their fitness and the ability to actually walk the track. And now I understand how um, the Fuzzy Wuzzy Angels actually supported all the army um, Mm. guys Mm. because they actually made a stretcher out wow. of things in the wood and they ran them down. Wow. Oh, that is incredible. Wow. That's incredible. They say they say that that those um fellows who do it mm. and take take the groups along are just yeah. amazing. They carry all the stuff. They yeah. they just smash it. Like the Sherpas in um Everest there. Yeah. Too. Just make sure you make sure if that happens your father in law takes some videos for us. Do you know what I mean? Like I just wanna <laughs> make sure Wait guys, Stav and Abby need something to tease me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the footage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, can I just get my phone for a TikTok? <laughs> Kaz in Milton. You, you've done the trail? Yes, I have. Good morning, guys, and happy hey. Valentine's Day. Oh, and also to you. Yes, thank you. Um, I would have to say that Kokoda was one of the best things I've ever done, but also one of the worst things I've ever done. Don't take sunglasses because they fall straight off your head with the sweat. Right. Don't take chewing gum because your mouth is so dry you can't chew it. Mm-hmm. Keep hydrated. And my biggest um, thing would be don't go last in line. I was last in the line because you're one like um, behind each other, mm. and I had a fall. And I was like a turtle with my backpack on, and <laughs> fell down the side of uh, the hill. 
and my foot got caught in a tree root because oh. there's lots and lots of tree roots. Yeah. And I was hanging upside down like an upside down turtle and I thought, nobody actually knows that oh. I've fallen down the side of this cliff. Oh. So I had to stop crying and just pull myself up and get myself together and go off again. Wow. So, yeah, don't go last in line. Okay. Don't go last in line. Good, wow, good great to know. story, Kaz. <laughs> That's for your father-in-law, remember? Yes. <laughs> uh, and Sophie, you did it in high school. Yeah, hi, I did. I did it at um, Binabarum. I didn't actually go over the Kokoda uh, Trail, but yep. they made it similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it was a lot to do. It was, you got to be prepared to be messy, you're tired, but you have blisters on your feet. But definitely take a camel pack. I know they say not to, but I took a camel pack because you do get so thirsty, your mouth is so dry, and yeah, you sweat right. heaps. Are you going to take the infamous blonde wig so you can do like? <laughs> you Please know, don't, we get don't off don't this track, That's still that's man. disrespectful when we get to for the, the diggers. Of the I would say. Go to trail, yes, that's the man. Someone did, did <laughs> message me and say, how much for you to do it in character? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if they're willing to donate. So how much you got? Hey, <laughs> <Are> you guys. Well, I would love anyone. Thank you to everyone for their um, for their advice. But if you would love to donate, I would appreciate it so much. The link is on uh, Instagram right now. Uh, you can search mine, Matty Acton, or Stav, Abby, and Matt. Uh, it's all up there. Stav, Abby, and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. There is a, a new club that I think we all need to get on board. I just don't think they have it in Brisbane. They have it over in London. They've started it. It's been really successful. And I know that they trialed it in Sydney and I actually went to one in Sydney, but they had to close it down because there were some pills that were found on the floor and they were concerned about children getting them. So what it is, is it's kind of a nightclub. Mm. Well, it is a nightclub during the day for mums and dads. And the reason that they had an issue with pills on the floor is because they decided they would make it child-friendly. And yeah. I think that's where they went wrong. Yeah. So you could actually take your child along. No. Oh, so you take your, it's a nightclub, it was a night but club, you can but a, take your kid it was like there. A, yeah. How to make that, a nightclub worse. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and I think that was wrong. And that's where we tried to go was to it, one. Didn't the celebrity's kid pick up the pill? Was it, I, I seem to remember Jude Law's... Oh, kid was in the day club and he picked up the well, pill. The, and that's the what day happened? club that I went to was Oxford Street in Sydney, and they tried that and it didn't really work because of oh. that because they were concerned and they were like blaming cleaners for it and stuff. But nah, it's just classic. very hard to have like night, 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 do, 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 <laughs> and then the kids. And then they tried to like be like, do we need to keep headphones on because ear safety, blah, blah. Mm. But this also, is the essence that I want to get. You don't want a five year old tugging on your leg saying, that's not my daddy. Yeah, why 100%. are you? Why are you doing that to that man, mummy? Yeah, shut up! I don't know who you are. <laughs> so you don't need that. But I do think there is a market for just a club that opens at one pm and shuts at seven. Oh, because so you've got to that admit, early. You couldn't push it out ever so slightly you can later. Go to an or, after or you party around, if you want. You're working around the kids' bedtime. I'm working around my desire to go to bed by nine. Oh, yeah. Don't you think that would be great? So you go out at one o'clock and you've got like a set curfew. I know that those two girls have started doing day discos and they're very successful. Actually, I don't know if they're during the day. But I think that's great because you kind of go, you're sort of like you're fresh. Yeah. You just want to dance. Mm -hmm. But it's something really satisfying about having a curfew. Yeah. So you know that the lights are going to come on. Mm. It's Mm. kind of like when you used to go to discos when you were at school. Mm -hmm. Remember your school Mm -hmm. discos Mm -hmm. and the lights come on? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then you just you kind of go, and then you dance with friends, and then you have to go home. If you want, you could go for dinner after. 
I see what you mean, though. Get it all done. Yeah. Yeah. Early bedtime. Yeah. Feel good in the morning. Yes. Wouldn't you like to go to watch a band at 1pm? 100%. We were Everything's just bitching and moaning about Pearl Jam coming, playing <laughs> Wednesday night at Metricon. I actually thought Coast. about you guys. Yeah. You guys are so bad about going out during the week. You're like, the week? Nah, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys are like Cinderella. And Correct. And you confuse yep. like five o'clock. True, where they just at home, cleaning, keeping things running. Yeah, well, and if you let us out, it would be beautiful. Yeah. yeah, you guys stress about late nights, yeah. you know, and a lot of bands, if they've got a support act, they don't come on until 9 p.m. No, it's a too bloody late. outrage. <laughs> Too you would be into this. I would be into it. So there is a club that's completely dark, so you don't feel like you're an absolute loser with the sun coming in mm-hmm. through the windows. Mm-hmm. And the band starts at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. They jam for a while. Mm-hmm. You can have a few drinks with friends. Yeah. Seven o'clock, you're all kicked out. It's dark by the time you get out anyway. So it feels later too. So it too. feels like it's 2 a.m. Yeah. You can have a Euros or whatever you call no it, kebab. Line because all the cool people are still preloading at home. No worries. Uber's very Uber's confused easy. that you want. This, this is a revolution <laughs> that Why must be considered. Why are we not doing it? It's a 24-7 world out there, so we may as well be able to nightclub at midday. <laughs> <laughs> 1 p.m. Well, I just feel put... like we want to have lunch before we go in. <laughs> we just don't we... want to preload. 11. We'll have brunch. So, yeah. but what are we doing with the children? Are we taking the children? Because I, I don't think no, I we're want not them taking there. the children. No, the I'm saying this out. is why it never worked. Yeah. Because some idiot decided to Bring make it child friendly because they couldn't. Yeah. No, 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 no. We need to pretend that we don't have children. Done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> so we go in one o'clock, party hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Home by well, you get kicked out by seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. home by eight after your dirty eight. kebab. Yeah. Yeah. You could Just eat. when the kids have already gone to bed. I don't know who's putting them to bed, but you know what I mean? That'd be great. They'll sort themselves out. It's early enough in the day. 100%. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have to pay for an Uber because you could get public transport. Oh, yeah, the true. buses and stuff are still <laughs> running regularly enough. Mm. All right, well, can we... It's it, pretty good, How do we it? make it happen? Let's just talk about it. Why don't we make this happen? I think we just need a commitment that everyone's keen to go. Would you girls do it? Or oh, it might oh, be no, not good. No, they're, they're, they're young. Hey, what time do you go out? Because I know you love raves. What time are you going out to these? Oh, I go out around 10 o'clock and I'm home around like 2 a.m. Oh, oh yeah. God. That's the old um. Ugh. See, that, even that. <laughs> I used to start work at 11 p.m. when I used to dance at clubs. Ugh. 11 p.m. was my start time. No. 2 a.m. seems to be early to go home for a rave, especially considering you don't have children. Yeah, well, the ending act is done by like two, so really? I just go home, yeah. Yeah, noise restrictions. Yeah. There's no DJ playing as the sun comes up? No. Not at the events that I go to. Um, it's not like a nightclub. It's like a rave event. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, though. We should do a rave when the sun's coming up so you feel like ultra cool, like you partied all night, but really you just got there as... Got yeah. there at four. Yeah. Oh, Your bladder woke so you weird. up, so you went to a nightclub instead. <laughs> I'm just doing my midnight leave. May as well just party while I'm here. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. I have uh, recently had my parents celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. That is amazing. It is amazing, isn't Especially it? see how much they hate each other. <laughs> no, they're actually, marriage, isn't it? <laughs> they, they love each other, but they just do the, the usual, like, no, let me rephrase this, sorry. Mum complains about dad. Dad has never complained about mum right. whatsoever. He just absorbs it and goes to his happy place. <laughs> but is that how your mum flirts with him? hundred yeah. percent. Always. And they do argue, but I remember when I first was uh, living with my now husband, but I was living with him. We bought a house together and we had a fight. So I really. You're now, you're now husband. 
That's just it. when you say he's my now husband, like you had a husband before. No, sorry, like or we were going to have a husband <laughs> next. <laughs> going to have another. We bought one. a house where we weren't married. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. My boyfriend, living in my uh, yeah, my thing on the side. Your toy boy. I had a had a fight, mm. and I went back to my parents' house, and my dad said, "No, no, 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 you're not welcome. Um, do what your mum and I do, which is live together and don't talk if we have a fight." <laughs> Go back to your house. And I was like, what? And he goes, you're not welcome anymore. But they do get along really well. Mm. But she sent me something that they go, she said, oh, can you arrange this? And I thought it was for the wedding anniversary. Uh So like I clicked on it and I was like, okay. And I was like, I don't, I was like, what? And she goes, I just think, you know, when the time's right. I was like, okay. She's like, it's romantic. I was like, is it, is this what is romance is at your age after 50 years of marriage? And that is a story from the former Dutch Prime Minister and his wife dying hand in hand by euthanasia at the age of 93. I was like... God, you wouldn't want to jump the gun on that. You'd want a very specific date from her. I just said to her, I was like, Dad's older. Like, do we do it when you're younger or do we wait for him? Like, what's the what's the cue here? But mum is just watching her mum get older yeah. and lose her mind. And she yeah. just says it's really nice to go when you want to go mm. before you guys get really sick. Mm. She said, the time is right and we should have this in Australia. Yeah, but I was true. like, do you guys want to be hand in hand? Like, what pose do I put you in? <laughs> I don't think you posed them. Well, they, they were hand in hand. And yeah. my parents were always a couple that I used to always go, can you guys not, like, don't kiss when my friends come over? Because they were always yeah. the ones that, like, they were kissing and yeah. bum mm. squeezing and pashing in the kitchen. You're like, eh. No, no you, kind of, you kind of appreciate that they loved each you other. You know what? You never appreciate whether it's your parents yeah. manhandling each other mm. at a venue. You never appreciate it. But mm. I like the fact that they love each other. Mm. Enough to want to die together. Well, I, I said, have you asked Dad about this? She's like, oh, no. No, he doesn't get to say. <laughs> this just... isn't a surprise, euthanasia. Yeah. It's not like surprise. <laughs> and you know what he'll do? Whatever your mum wants. Yes. <laughs> yes, he will. Otherwise, he'll be dead. But I do think it is a beautiful, <laughs> I do think it's a beautiful story. Mm, it's I don't hand in hand. It was, you know, beloved wife. And they've been together for more than 70 years. And they always referred to each other as, you know, my girl and... Mm. My my man. Is it hard to time so you go at the same time? Yeah. Well, yeah. apparently one of them suffered a brain hemorrhage right. and it was just the time and they were both quite sick. So they mm. put them hand in hand and they both sort of said goodbye. And I think that that is beautiful, mm. but does have a lot of issues, I guess, for... Well, it's, it's yeah. hard to get as a present, <laughs> you know. Well, I was like, I can't organise it. It's not... It's not I, legal. It is here in Australia now, but yeah. you need to sort of give permission... Why? While you're compass. Well, yeah, yeah, that's really hard to do for uh, old age. Uh, Halves the cost of the funeral. That's true. They're, and the family, only, the family only ever gets together at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't have to then come the catering back. Catering and stuff like that. It's not bad. Just a, just a thought. Yeah. Wouldn't she want, like, if this is morbid. Okay. Well, wait, she's the one that sent it to that's me. That's true. So. Mm. I would have thought, like, if, if Pete popped off before Bevy, that she'd want to get back out there. Oh, God, no. No? no she, like, no. loves my dad. Stabs I know that. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't sound a bit like that. This, this I is have how, been waiting. This is how she wants to leave the earth, mate, not your fantasy, <laughs> right? Long. Oh. So, yeah, stop texting her. Could have yeah. broken that to me gently. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show. Alpha Box, we're going to play tomorrow, uh, February 15. Here are three answers. Your letter, your letter is T for true... And some of your answers are Tokyo, tiramisu, and train. 
Right up. See you tomorrow. Stab Abby and Matt, the B105 Breakfast Show.